first live recording of Nerd Speak here at Tapper's Arcade and Bar. Woo! Episode Woo! 31. 31. How y'all doing? Doing well, how are you? How are you guys doing? More beer. The yeah. bar's open. Bar's open, pinball's free tonight. We got Genesis and N64 hookups. It's going to be a great Monday night. Tip your waiter. So, Ted, you had a pretty good week this week? <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Yeah? Staying busy. Yeah? Brian, you had a pretty good week? I Yeah, from what I remember. Okay, good, good. I myself... Uh, How about you? I've had a, a pretty <laughs> shitty week, but uh, I do know that every week I get to come and record with my two uh, favorite uncles here and always got nerd speak to rely on. That's right. We are here for you. Good to hear. All right. Well, we would like to start, like we always do, with our weekly versus question. This uh, this week in Nerdspeak, we're going to talk about women in the comic world. So we're going to... Yeah, appropriate, I feel like. We've got a big versus question here. Golden age female heroes versus the modern day female heroes. Which age of female heroes is better and why? Ted, what do you got for us? I'm going to go with the golden age because they kind of set the standard. Uh, I don't think you get... The newer ones without Wonder Woman, Batgirl, all of them. So, I'm going. I'm leaning towards those. Those are more my Le- favorites. Leaning Golden Age. Yeah, Golden Age. Ones that are still relevant today. Obviously, yeah. after this yeah. past weekend. Oh yeah, Brian. Well, I like the younger ones. No, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I I I I lean in on the uh, Golden Age, but but I think the Golden Age original women have changed in the modern age obviously Absolutely. you know they've been reinvented mm-hmm. uh, so if we're, if we're going to ex- exclude them to that age of comics I think I like the more modern takes of the golden age characters okay that makes sense yeah yeah definitely I was going to also go with golden age but for a different reason I saw that a lot of uh, a lot oh, is it good good okay I was going to say, I was going to go with Golden Age, but for a much different reason, and it's not to do with the ones that are still considered modern ones, because there were a lot out there that I felt were deserving of, like, a superheroine title, and they brought a lot to it that they, modern age, don't. And, in fact, I was on, like, a Reddit page or something, and they were speaking about a similar topic, and they had mentioned some, like, the Red Caper and the Ghostly Ghoul and... um, there were a couple of other ones, but they—I mean, their attire were their attire was similar to original Catwoman, where it was more like a long dress. Yeah. And it was not. There was not so much skin shown, and there was. But they were still considered no, powerful. No ankles. No ankles Didn't showing. Ankles. It was a very, very Amish time in American comics, and uh, but they were still considered powerful and well within their right to be with the super dudes, and uh, and so I think that that was pretty big because he had mentioned on the board he was like. Can we even consider these superhero women? Because I can't see any thighs or breasts. And it was like, yeah, they should be considered still heroes outside of their costume attire. So they were powerful despite their costume. Exactly. Or their sex appeal. Right. 
Oh, cool. All right. Well, then we'll uh, we'll move on here to the last movie we saw, and uh, conveniently, we all saw Wonder Woman well, last Wonder night. Wonder Woman last night. Uh, but since we are in front of a live studio audience, we won't go too far into details. Yeah, we're not going to spoil it out this week. Yeah, but I could say, Brian, you enjoyed it. I yeah, it was wonderful. Ted, you enjoyed it. <laughs> very much so. Yes. I think wonderful is the appropriate word to use. Uh, very good. I hope everybody goes and sees it. Uh, I was. Yeah, it's what? probably DC's best. I'd put it up there with top DC film, like, yeah, all over. Right, and, yeah, and, like and, Batman, and really Superman included, like you know Richard Donner, Tim Burton, Batman. Really uh, held its own against some of the best Marvel stuff too. Yeah, absolutely, you know? and yeah, I mean, I think it's exactly what the female crowd needed from the superhero universe. And I hope it's the way we're going with Justice League, and and they got that little music. That little, that junkie XL beat for yeah, Wonder Woman there all time <laughs> that we're seeing across the board, you know that that's always that, I don't know it gets you that gets you into the moment. I mean, I was ready to jump You're out like, of my chair. Something's happening. Yeah, it was good. So, good. Yeah. But, uh, I highly recommend it. So let's talk a little bit more. Then, what was a more recent movie that you saw? Well, so we the night before about? we had nothing going on, so we we kicked out and saw went and saw the Pirates, Dead Men Tell No oh. Tales. What'd you think? How horrible was that? It was great. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's what the Pirates movie's supposed to be. It's fun. It's an adventure. Um, it's ludicrous shenanigans with a drunken pirate. It. Yeah. Ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> it's his cousin. It's ludicrous shenanigans. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it it was... I, I'd put it up, like, second in the franchise. Really? Yeah, the second of the, the first one. Um, I feel like the first two were like the only ones I needed. Second was pretty solid. Maybe third, time for second, that okay. kind of thing. You know, it's a... It's hard to beat Davy Jones. Yeah. I mean, it was a really good... It was a good story. It was it was, it was well done. Good. Now, aren't they, now it's over. Wasn't this the setup for three more? No. No? It looked like it was pretty much... This is wrapped up? Yeah. All right. I mean, good. you never know. Yeah. It was, I mean... Disney's printing money, so they might as well make they a couple just, more. You know, he sailed off in the sunset, so to speak. So All it right. could be anything. Very cool. Gotcha. Ted, anything you saw recently you want to talk about? Uh, we watched The Founder, the Ray Kroc story. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. He got nominated for that. That was pretty good. Interesting, it was actually done. It was written from the original McDonald's family's perspective. And oh. not necessarily about not Ray Kroc's perspective. Good. And... They did a really good job because in the beginning of the movie, you're rooting for Ray Kroc. By the end of it, you're like, that guy's a dick, and he gets... I was going to say, I've heard nothing but, like, oh, he was a villain? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a real asshole. Um, but Nick Offerman uh, plays one of the McDonald's brothers. He's awesome. Uh, awesome. And uh, Reason enough to watch. John Kerry Thornton, the guy from... He, he had the one episode of Walking Dead with uh, Morgan and the stick. Oh, okay. He plays yeah, the yeah. other dude. There's a lot of people that have one episode of The Walking Dead. <laughs> I know, but he would know what I was talking about. He's uh, you uh, saw Gothica, yes, the villain. Yes, okay. He's that guy that's in everything that nobody knows his name. Right. Yeah. They played the brothers, and that was really good. Uh, and then we watched Get Out as well, which <laughs> the movie's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. I think say we need to do a whole episode of just that. Just Get Out. Yeah, because that was one of the more recent ones I saw as well. Uh, and was totally blown away by it. I was lucky enough not to have anything ruined. Uh, there was nothing that was spoiled for me from the movie, which was great. And uh, I got to sit in the comfort of my own home and watch it. I didn't feel yeah. like I missed anything by not going to the theater. Right. But I was just really banking on the fact of chopping and dodging. I had, spoiler alert. I had the same effect because when I watched it, 
the whole time we were had been talking about it, I was thinking of a different movie. <laughs> and so when I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the one where they got trapped in the building. Oh no. There's a there's another movie that I need to go back and recant uh, some. Yeah, you get some some, Cody. Uh, some opinions I may have had on it. I uh, I went and rented John Wick again with my family video membership. Yes, and and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it a lot more the second time watching it. And I don't know if you, the the original John Wick and not Chapter yeah. Two. I, I still haven't seen Chapter Two yet, but I went back and watched Chapter One. Oh, so you still haven't seen Two? Yeah. So we we saw it last week again at home for the first time. We saw it at the theater, and oh. it was better the second time. I mean, okay. I was a little, it's got that effect. I was a little, you know, like, yeah, it was good. It was a John Wick movie. But after watching it the second time, I enjoyed it a yeah, lot yeah. better. Good. And uh, they got the same guy who wrote one and two is now writing three. So oh, even better. Yeah. So they are they are going to do a third. Good, good, good. We, we weren't too sure on that. But, yeah, fucking told you. It's a good movie. I know. I just, I, I don't know if I watched it when I was having a shitty day or what was wrong, but. I was in it to win it for Dude, this that one. movie should make your day better. It, it <laughs> honestly did. Like, I went out and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go buy guns and learn karate. And a dog. And I'm going to get me a new dog. <laughs> get, get a dog. <laughs> Might as well get a spare. Uh, all right. So we've got some new movies coming out this weekend. A big one that we've consistently talked about on the podcast. Uh, we've got Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Yes. Uh, which should be the jumping off point for Universal's Dark Universe. Which is going to be their classic monster universe that they're doing. Yeah, if they don't get beat out in that lawsuit. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I was, was going to bring that up later in my... Uh, and then we've also got... We're going to pit this up against two lesser movies. There's a um, Megan Levy, which is about a dog training uh, army lady who she, is played by Kate Mara. Yeah, she uh, had a dog that was a bomb sniffing dog, mm. and uh, she has like a bad experience over there comes back home and then she could she goes through like hell and high water to find the dog again ah okay so so we're gonna seen the trailer a couple of times it's getting kind of like a 4,000 screen release that's not bad right but i put it with it comes out at night which is a new horror movie that's coming out which i will be this i like that one's the most hype one i am for really uh, yeah because i do i've i've really come across on joel edgerton after watching Warrior, uh, I thought he did a really good job with that. Sure. And uh, that there was were a couple of other. big exposure. Oh, right. And that was like writing. And then he, uh, The Gift, I was a little disappointed in, but uh, I, I'll give it to him. Yeah. You know, everybody's got their first to go out. Uh, but so I'm excited for it. I figured we would take these two smaller, not getting much pub, versus The Mummy. And if. Wonder Woman's going to have a say in the weekend at all, too. Uh, yeah, because I, I don't know if she'll be sticking around I much. think it will be Mummy, then Wonder Woman, then these other two probably after two other movies that have been out for three weeks. Yeah, Guardians and yeah. Alien. So we will see. Uh, all so right. you have no interest in the Mummy? Okay, look, I was talking about this earlier to, uh, I think it was your Brian, your son, Grayson. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about how kind of just unnecessary the whole thing seemed and yeah he's real upset that it's not brendan frazier and <laughs> well and he like he brought up a good point that it almost looks like in the trailer it's like tom cruise is going to get superpowers essentially to beat the mummy and he from brought up like from the mummy but he brought up a really good point here he was like i kind of want to see him like outwit her and like take her on like as a human and i was like yeah that's kind of what i want too and 
how dare you be well, younger than me think the, of that as a genius that, idea that doesn't feed Tom's ego exactly well, and so and I feel like that's going to give this movie a lot of trouble it also doesn't feed their universe that they're building because but they're, I they're going to keep him around as long I have as a they feel, can I, I you think he's going to be like the mummy of the universe very well maybe really well, I still think he'll end up being one of those classic characters okay well, he's, he's in it for the long haul I just got really upset because I saw the new trailer when we went and saw Wonder Woman and they essentially did the same <laughs> sand thing that they did in the, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. With the face. With the fa- and I was just like, fuck you. Like, who da- but, how dare but you? But that's, that's a classic shot from all the Mummy movies. In the original one, they did that as well? I believe so, yes. Mm, Brian? No, I didn't have that I technology. Didn't, yeah, I didn't think so. No, no, the, the very first one. Oh, the very the first one, the Frasier Mummy. Yeah, and then the old school one as well. Not, Not the, the Boris Karloff one. No. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, I I thought that was a giant F you to Brendan Fraser and Rachel Wise. Well, I think, it, I, think we're gonna, I, I want to see the movie because I think a lot of these things we're worried about, they're actually going to make right. I, I hope. I have this feeling. Yeah. Like, I think maybe she may be a different, you know, entity of the mummy. Like, the, the, the Brendan Fraser mummy still stays in the universe. But she, but so she's going to have similar powers because she yeah. was also put to death in a There's similar no, way. No, no, I don't know. They're not connecting know. the old ones. You're wrong. Well, I, I just don't think they're going to dismiss the old one. I think they will. I think they'll completely ignore it. Yeah. We'll see. There's no way. I have hope. Okay, so are you interested in seeing it or not? Was I, my original question. Yes, sorry. Yes, they've got my money because now we know that this is part of a universe. And I could be nothing but more excited than a Javier Bourdain Frankenstein. So I'm going to have to see it to connect the movies. And I know you were going to go see it no matter what. Yeah. I had zero interest in this until they said, this is the start of our classic like universe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it, All right, if now it's I'll the base of the universe, I've got to see it. I have to. There's no other option there. And but it's kind of the pigeonhole, the universal. Especially, you know, they're going to work yeah. in a creature from the Black Lagoon in this whole thing. I'm super stoked for that. Yeah. yeah. Because that's got, been untouched. You we've know? already got Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man. Johnny yes. Depp as the Invisible Man. Javier Bordem's Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein. Right. That comes out on Valentine's Day next year. Well, they're year. going right to Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. And then the other one is... Um, the Wolfman? No. There's another guy. Oh, I didn't see a third Invisible one. Invisible Man. Bride. Bride of Frankenstein. Something else. And, and the cornerstone of all of them is going to be that the... Uh, Russell Crowe, Dr. Jekyll. Padium. P- P- Paradium. Pydime. Whatever their secret club is. So that'll be the constant string, I think. The new all. league of extraordinary gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get like, me started. Like we need more of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most excellent comic books ruined by an actual movie. So. Like that's never happened. Yeah. Does Wonder Woman beat the mummy? Brian? In the second week. Man, it's going to be a close one. I think the mummy's going to edge it out, but it's going to be close. What was our totals on the on the Wonder Woman first weekend? Did you grab this? She is she like earth shattered the weekend. Hundred twenty million, yeah. I think, which is the biggest opening for a, a female directed movie. Because the which what the I'm not over that shit. Who gives who gives a crap? I mean, you kind of have to at a certain point. Like, I get it because there are not enough female directors that are directing female led films. But it's like the, direct some the movie that was before this was Fifty Shades of Grey from a female director. And so I was really glad to see that Wonder Woman beat the hell out of that. Yeah, for sure. And I'm kind of on board with Brian. Like, I mean, I, nothing to give away, but 
let's let Patty Jenkins have the DCU. <laughs> I mean, Zack Snyder produced it, so he's still involved. And hey, hey Josh, we got this. Uh, yeah, like no thanks, Josh. We're good. Uh, let Patty Pat, take over. Patty, hear the reins. Uh, so, yeah. Alrighty. So, I mean, you're, uh, my money's on Wonder Woman taking it again this weekend. I hope so. I, I think I think everybody who wanted to see it saw it. Hopefully, good word of mouth keeps it going. Yeah. So, and this is the fourth fourth uh, DCU to open over 100 million, which is the yeah, first franchise to do that. Period. Well, and the best uh, best run of the DC EUs, like from Man of Steel to now. One of them was 103. 103 for okay. the weekend, and uh, Captain Underpants came in right behind that with 23. Which I'm excited. I kind of <laughs> want to see that. <laughs> oh, Brian. Good job, Brian. Someone, stood on, too someone stood on my wire. You're nope. Sorry. Anyway, uh, alrighty. So we got. I, I'm, going, I'm going Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman as well. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, and you think Mummy will take out Mummy the with an edge, okay. just a barely. Alrighty, and we also have a new movie coming out this summer that we're going to review called uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Originally based on another comic book, uh, right? That essentially inspired Star Wars, from what I've been reading. Yeah, yep. this was a French-written comic uh, from back in the '60s, '50s. And Luke Benson, Luke Besson, Besson keeps saying he's going to retire, but he keeps making movies. And this one looks really good. I didn't want to give it to Lucy, and I was really. Are you serious? I was bummed that like that was going to be his last movie. I think this looks like a big piece of shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, this, I'm not. this looks like Ugh. the big piece of shit that the Fifth Element was in a no. wonderful way. I think you, you all are high. Fifth Element, so good. you guys have had too many beers here, Tappers. I just don't think it looks good. You're crazy. Why? Because I'm not crazy about Dahan and Delavine. Yeah, the the most beautiful be- belly dancing bad guy. <laughs> Belly I, think it looks, I think it looks oh, super interesting. I don't. I I think it looks too glossy, too... Nah. I mean, I'm a little bummed that he didn't go with more, like, puppetry. Like, Star Wars proved that it can be done in this day and age. Practic- with epi- practical with, uh, effects. Yeah, with Force Awakens. It is, it is it does heavy look, CGI. It does look the like it's... Because like, obviously it's, it was there first, but it does look like a spiritual sequel to Fifth Element. Yeah, For it, sure. it very yeah. much looks like the same universe of Fifth Element. Very well could be. I've heard there's ties to it, but who knows? I don't know. I I just don't have an interest in this. It it looks like a rehash story that we've heard seen before. I'm like you realize that all of those stories that you've heard before are based on this story. (laughs) Like that's I'll I'll give you I'll give you that much. That's like saying everybody with a Christ complex is now boring because, or is not boring because I've read the Bible a thousand times. Like you can't reintroduce the Christ complex. I got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> I never this, been done I got this before. original idea. Let me tell you about it. Let's put this really good guy up. Uh, There's this guy. We're going we're gonna to nail him to a piece of wood. Jeez. All right. Well, you're both crazy, and I'll definitely be there opening weekend for that because I of said, Brian, Brian's going to go see it. Are you kidding me? All right. Good. They always go. I just. I'm looking forward to it. There's nothing that is intriguing to me about this. Rather, like, ooh, I got to go see that. I think it looks different. Yeah, absolutely. It's different yeah, in much. a very it's visual like much way. More, yeah. And I think some of the CGI looks a little too CGI, but yeah. we'll, see. we'll see. All righty. Well, let's move on to some news from the week. Brian, you got some Star Wars news for us? Star Wars news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some stuff. Yeah? Uh-oh. Let's hear yeah. it. This breaking news, over 100 items were stolen from Rancho Obi-Wan. This is the largest private collection ran by Steven Sanswit. 
Rancho Obi-Wan? I've never yeah. even heard of this place. Uh, this guy's the literally the biggest collector. He runs the Star Wars Museum. Okay. This is what, you know, the Merchandise Museum is Rancho Obi-Wan. Where is this And at? someone there stole 100 items valuing more than $200,000. <laughs> pay my college debt <laughs> And they've been selling them off places. i got to figure out where. This is your lead Star Wars story. That's the lead. Well, it just happened. <laughs> the lead, like breaking news. Breaking news. You heard it here yeah, first. Here first. Maybe second. But, yeah, they uh, they stole some stuff there. So spread the word. Um, also, we're getting a uh, comic uh, going the background story of um, Cassin and K2SO. Oh, oh it's coming out. All right. It's going to be a, kind of a one-off just to give us the, the backstory of that. That's coming. San Diego Comic-Con. Funko announced their... Um, some of their uh, exclusives for the, the con, and there's a big version Funko of Supreme Leader Snoke. Is that a six inch? Yeah. Okay. That that might be one I have to have. Yeah. Even though I'm not much of a Funko collector. Definitely. Yeah. And we have some more details on uh, the upcoming movie with Snoke and his elite guards. They've got some uh, drawings out. They've been kind of souped up versions of the Emperor's guards. Okay. But apparently, we're going to see some action out of these guys now. Oh, good. There's a big battle scene. Just standing stand in the corner. Cool. Supposedly, they're not going to stand in the corner, but apparently they, they and Luke are going at it. Oh. That's the rumor. That could be cool. And I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but in the Transformers trailers, there's some Jesus nods Christ. to uh, Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah, if you haven't noticed, there's uh, some TIE bombers flying in the background. Okay. Apparently, uh, these were dropped in. And the uh, I think we've all seen the Chicken Walker yeah. 209 kind of looking robot. These are both apparently nods to the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. So, oh. very, if you look at a very the, cool of Michael. the current trailer at, no. at, at, at second 42, you will see the tie bombers in the background. Limey. Don't know what they're trying to make them be, but they're there. <laughs> <laughs> and kind, uh, kind of thin on the Star Wars news this week. <laughs> yeah, you know, I dug a little deep. You know, special episode. Now, there's this article on Wired online that if you, if anybody should probably go check it out. It's about uh, how we won't live to see the final Star Wars. I'm really interested in your yeah, talking so about this. It starts off with a really cool kind of Where's Waldo art piece that you can uh, drag a magnifying gra- glass around and see. But it's, how, it's really how Disney's taking both the Marvel Universe, the Star Wars Universe, and how these things aren't going to stop. Yeah. They're, they basically said, take uh, the explosion of the Death Star. And we can go back 10,000 years or into the future 10,000 years. They're just going to keep going on and on. Good. Now, do you think that those would all be, like, episodic episodes or, like, the one-offs we've been getting? They're going to do both. I mean, they just, the bucket's on, has no bottom. Yeah. Are they going to jump the shark eventually? I mean, come on. I don't know. The universe is huge. Is it it going to get, dude, look, I'm just going to lay this out here since we are talking about a woman's. A women-centric podcast. Sure. We just celebrated 75 years of Wonder Woman. Okay. There's going to be some jumping the sharks. There's going to be some ups, downs, strikes, and gutters, dude. You're going to be uh, in the seat for every fucking one yeah, of them, and you know it. It's Ted. <laughs> I'll, I'll give Don't you lose that Ted much. at the first one. Oh, right. Right. Done. No. No, more. no. Oh, I will go to every single one, but my point is, is that they're going to do some shitty ones. Right, and there were some shitty comic books. They're... Can you hear me? You know, it was an ex- an entire shitty expanded universe of Star Wars. There have been shitty Marvel comic books. So It's going to happen, sure. But, you know what? There's, you know, valleys and peaks, bro. I guess so. So, yeah, it's a good read. I started reading it earlier. I'm going to try to finish it up tonight. But go to Wired.com and check that article out. Very cool. I'm done. I dig it. 
We'll drop uh, the mic now. Ted, you got some Marvel news for us I this do. week? Uh, we got confirmation that Manape is going to show up in the Infinity War. So he's going to carry yeah. over from Black Panther, which I don't know what role he'll be playing in the Infinity War, but... It's going to be the opener. Let's go kick some ass and show everybody so. we're together. Maybe. Hey, Cap, uh, uh, remember how you need some vibranium for your shield? Let's go uh, help each other out here. We'll, we'll, we'll scratch my back. Down. I'll scratch yours. Yeah. I think it's interesting that they're pulling over their main bad guy, which may tie back into my whole bad guy theory that I came up with a long time ago. Which was what, if you could refresh uh, the Tapper's audience? I think that they're all going to come back at the end. You think every single one that dies is going to come back? Well, none of them really died. They all just kind of disappeared. No, they didn't. We've gone over this in the podcast. You cannot bring Ronan back. That dude exploded. Uh, Did he? The only one that we could even even imagine coming back is Red Skull. I, that's the one that I'm hoping for. That's the one I want. I don't know right. if Hugo Weaving's down for it, though. Eh, he's he wishy-washy on it. Yeah. He's so perfect. Um, and then Sony is... The, the rumor was Sony doing the uh, Silver, Sa- Silver Sable and Black Cat movie yeah. within the Spider-Universe, Spider-Man universe, is that they're going to do a Lady Spider universe where they're going to bring in Spider-Woman... Gwen, Spider-Girl. Spider-Gwen? Yeah, sorry. Yes. So they're talking about doing their own team-up with just the female crew of the Spider-Verse. So do you mean like a Gotham City Sirens that's also coming out from the DC? Probably, yes. It's very, very similar. Sony, give it up. Just give us our (laughs) Spider-Man. Sony just says stop. Give us Tom Hardy as Venom. I'm down for that. Just stop, stop doing dumb shit. And uh, the last bit of Marvel news is that we got confirmation that a certain piece of hardware is coming back. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, the Russo brothers put out a picture of a priest holding Mjolnir. So what we see in the Thor trailer so far where it gets destroyed is a big question mark now. Could be a dream. Could be a dream. Could be a call or a flashback. But all I know is that we're going to see the hammer in Infinity War. So I could just watch her crush that hammer <laughs> 20 times in a row and not have an issue. It's pretty good. It's that sold the trailer. Yeah, so. absolutely. But uh, the Russo brothers, man, they're very cryptic with the uh, info that they put out. So I was kind of surprised that uh, something like this hit the screen. So Good. What's going on in the world of DC? Well, we got a couple of new things. Obviously, a lot of uh, a lot of the news has been overtaken by Wonder Woman this weekend. Uh, Rightfully so. So there was a lot of articles. You know, <clears throat> my big thing that I didn't like about the articles out this week were them just comparing it to the man-based films and like was was this as good as Richard Donner's Superman? And it's like, was Richard Donner's Superman that good? Uh, I think the Brian's going to punch one, you. Yes. <laughs> Brian, you think, like, I mean, put it up next to Wonder Woman, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, you were there age, for. They, that was the whole thing. Like, they make you believe someone can fly. Yeah. That was the technology of the day. Because, I mean, I feel like. That was, like, some of the first use of blue screen, I think. Yeah. Not even green screen. Not even green screen yet. That was a whole lot of wire work. It was. Yeah. yeah. But they, they, that was that was the whole time. You will believe a man can fly. Okay. You know, that was like the tagline for the movie. Yeah, yeah. So for its time, yeah, it was it was great. Good. Uh, there was another one where I was really glad that Patty Jenkins was able to comment on it. But a lot of people were complaining about, you know, well, she's wearing a really short skirt. And how does, you know, why does, why does Batman and Superman need full body suits? But 
she can do this and I mean because her, she's a goddess. Well, I and it was she just covered like her, that in the when she was trying on dresses. Yeah, like her big answer was just like, why can't we have both? Like, why can't she be a beautifully, you know, well-toned woman, but not need the absolute protection from like a suit? And to Ted's point, she's a goddess. Yeah. She doesn't really need protection like that, so she can look good while saving the day. Well, and I think we all remember the failed David E. Kelly version, which had Wonder Woman in pants, and how. And there have been many comic. Well, no, I mean there have been a lot of comic iterations that have had her in pants, and they look fine. And I honestly didn't think the Kelly David one looked that bad, like costume-wise. I thought it looked good. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. No, but I think Brian's right. In the movie, they kind of cover it. Yeah. Which you see a bit of the the trailer. So yeah. That was a very nice thing that I enjoyed about the movie was that they do hit a lot of those like, even when uh, the actor was speaking about how, you know, he's like, well, I want to be an actor, but I'm the wrong color. And it was like, boom, nailed it. Yeah. So, and there's a lot to, there's a lot to see in that movie besides a superhero movie. Oh, for sure. That was really good. We're going to have to have, we'll have to do a Wonder Woman one. Yeah, for sure. So now we we, we got two we got to do. We got to get out and Wonder Woman. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and as Brian mentioned earlier, DC is going after Universal for their dark universe because that was originally yeah explain this to me i saw that this lawsuit's coming out of nowhere we had the justice league dark that was uh that is coming out was going to be directed by guillermo was not was out was in now it's back in but essentially they were going to call it uh dark universe as well and since the movie got scrapped and they didn't do it and now universal's come out and said that well we're going to call ours dark universe and so, so they're arguing over the name. Exactly. So okay. Which yeah. is funny because when I first saw the Universal Dark Universe thing, I thought it was about the DC Dark Universe. Ex- well, exactly. And I, think I was like, that's really? Their point. And I got all excited, looked at it, and I was like, oh, this is about Universal. Yeah. So I was well aware. So it was a very strange one. But uh, but yeah, like I said, a lot of uh, a lot of Wonder Woman this week. So not too much new news outside of it beating ass in the uh, market this weekend. I think so. It'll keep going. For sure. All righty. Let's move on to the main topic of the podcast here. We're going to the analysis of the development of the female comic character. So Ted presented presented us a few topic points here. Uh, Why why the retread of characters against original ideas? Retread being the female version of male characters. Example? Uh, Supergirl, Batgirl. Barina. <laughs> Her name is Thor, sir. Against put, putting that against more of the original ideas, specifically more with uh, the arrival of the X Men, because I think we got a lot more variety of uh, new and better ideas. Yeah, yeah. But do you think? I mean, do you think it was honestly just a tactic to try to bring ladies into the comic book world, or initially, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Barbara Gordon and. Yeah, and Supergirl and Wonder Woman was basically Superman, but a chick. So much better, though. Woman. Woman, sorry. Easy. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, so yeah, discuss so that. You, yeah, I mean, you think that it's essentially they took Supermen and just created females based on those characters instead of coming up with new ideas? Yes, I do. Do you okay. think they did this to draw women in as consumers? I think they did it so that they could draw scantily clad women in their comics. But that's so what I was talking. But that's the more issues. That's the issue, though, that I was talking about at the beginning was that 
a lot of their original female characters were not scantily clad. No, but they were very compromising, I guess. Like, I mean, there was no secrets. They were all in skin-tight clothing. You knew exactly what they looked like. Okay. I mean, Batgirl had a skirt, right? No. No? Not to no, not my no, knowledge. Anyway. She wore a similar costume to Batman, but purple. So I think there was an iteration that had a like skirt over the tights, maybe? You're getting hung up on the wrong thing. Let, look, let the yeah. skirt go. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know, why do you, is that the only reason why you got those retreaded characters? I think so. I think they saw that they had a very popular male character, realized that they were doing it for little boys, essentially, or young men, and uh, and they had a, a total opportunistic reach into the, you know, the female category of purchasers. And so why not just take something that we know is working, we know works well, and feminize it. So you, you think they're trying to tap into that little girl market? I think so. Hmm. I think initially a lot of them were brought on as more of a sidekick role, a second tier, a, a someone there to help clean up the mess, secretarial kind of in the golden age kind of role. Okay. And I think Wonder Woman was one of the first that's, that, that they gave her own place. But I think that was because it was built on the popularity of... Wonder Woman? Of, you know, that, that they saw some... You know, some some, some rising female some traction with with female characters. Okay, but we don't get Supergirl until after Wonder Woman, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, but no, I'm saying there's like there were sub level like, you know, uh, well, uh, you know, just a, some secondary characters that were women. They weren't the main characters. They might have been some of the villains first maybe were some of the first time it'd be interesting to see I don't know like I'll just see a timeline of how they when were they introduced were released. yeah which would uh, well I guess it goes back to our versus question of the retread so yep um, so are those retreads set up for failure just because they're not an original idea do you think I don't necessarily think so because like we said like if you have a female audience that is looking up to them as a hero then you have essentially created a new market for that hero. And I don't think they're set up to fail, but the idea should be to bring in males and females to the same character. And I think that's where they kind of fail, is that they're not so original to where the boys have dealt with Batman, the boys have dealt with Superman. And it's like, Wonder Woman is what we all needed. Okay, so our first major character and female character in comic books, Lois Lane. Yeah, sure. Damsel in distress. Yep. Then we get Hawk Girls, the first super. She is. She was introduced yeah. before Wonder Woman? Yeah, 1940. Then Black Cat, Miss Fury, Miss America. Imagine that. Platinum Blonde. And then we go on to Venus, uh, then Catwoman, Black Widow, then Wonder Woman, 1941. So within that two year stretch right at the beginning of the war mm-hmm. right so it may be a big thing to kind of for the gis throw them some women in comic books yeah, yeah. <laughs> could definitely be so could say she is a bombshell yeah. mary marvel 1942 Ooh. right after wonder woman right after Shazam. imagine that yep 
Okay. Well, then, then are the female read? Oh, we already did that. Well, okay, but, but talk about the more current ones. Like, talk about Thor. Talk about Riri Williams. I think Riri Williams is a genius idea. I really am kind of excited for that. Uh, I haven't read much of the book yet, but I am interested to read it. I, I think the thing with the, the more modern-day ones, like, well, the ones from today, is that the story that surrounds them is more of the driving factor than them than their gender. Yeah. Which and I think that's necessary at this point. Cause what's it's, that? Well, it's just, I mean, the market's flooded with what we would, you know, regard as, like, ridiculously, like, hot women in tights saving the day, but essentially not really doing as much as the male character. And so to have these, like, leading ladies, granted they are retreads of male characters, I think it's better to have their story matter than what they actually look like. Like, I love Thor as Jane Foster. I love her costume. Yeah, She looks great. I love that Riri Williams doesn't really have to change the Iron Man costume too much, and it's not like she needed to add skin or anything to show that. I also think a super underrated one for girls is uh, Moon Girl and Dinosaur, where you have a very young, very smart character who essentially has a giant dinosaur follower around everywhere. (laughs) It's going to hurt. Which could tear you up, so... Uh, but I think I think it definitely matters more because I feel like the driving factor before was making them was making them look good for the guys to get involved, and then having a semi decent story for girls if they were to get involved. But now we're at a point where women are very involved in comic book, you know, fandom. No. No. Say it again. I'm sorry. I got dis- <laughs> I got distracted. I'll fully admit the I got flashing distracted. lights of the pinball yeah. machine behind us wow. distracted him. Say it again. No, I'm good. It's, I mean, it's just yes. I do think the story matters more now than bef- than before. Yes. Before it was, it was just skin before tight. it was like a it was a skin tight to say like, hey, boys are gonna buy this. Maybe we can reach out to the girls because it's a woman. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Is that because you're not quite the young virile man you once were this week? And you're you're more intellectual than I hormonal? could, you know. I like you know thirty. Thirty is a big year for it, so yeah. I feel like I might be going through the male changes. This is a male change. So you're, you're more interested in substance than substance than style. So Brian, why haven't we had a seen a male retread of an original female character? It's a great question. I mean, do you think? I, I think mostly because it would just be very hard to accept. I mean, we did see Wonder Man, right? Uh, it's, he's not like a retread yeah, of a character. Yeah, that's not. And that's it's a different separate universe. <laughs> different manufacturer. Oh, was that a different universe? I thought that yeah, was DC. Yeah, he's no, Marvel. It's Marvel. Okay. He was supposed to be in Guardians too. Really? Well, yeah, Nathan Fillion. Uh, sort of. Nathan Fillion was supposed to be a background. I, I just think it would be a hard sell. Mostly. I mean, it, it, it's it's dollars, mostly. But I think he, I mean. Uh, yeah. For the same reason we get female retreads of male characters, we're not going to see male retreads of female characters. It all comes down to selling books, boys. It does, which they're not doing a very good job of anyway, so. Yeah. Well, they're reaching everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what would you do? I mean, would, so would you many buy a, a dude version of Jubilee? Uh, hell yeah, because I mean, how and many it's funny that you mentioned that, because I know one of our friends of the podcast, Robin Kildall, her birthday is today. Happy uh, birthday, Robin. Jubilee is one of her... <laughs> "Quote unquote favorite characters." <laughs> but I mean, so you know, a lot of the characters <laughs> we get are already. Like, you didn't answer the question. I know, but it was just funny that you brought her. Like, up. What you yeah, do? I would see. I would see a dude shoot fireworks out of his hands. 
I mean, you could get that superpower at Big Lots, so. Isn't that or Ambit? Yeah. A few, <laughs> well. Could be. Yeah, similar. But, I mean, we've already, you know, what are you going to do? Batgirl? We already have Batman. Right. You know, we already have girl. So many, so many of these but girls. That's why I said Jubilee. Yeah. Oh, right, so an original female character being retreaded as a male version. The male yeah, version like of Storm. Sue Storm or Storm or. That would be, yeah. The invisible man. Oh, you got the, the weather wizard. I mean, it, 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 you've got him. It <laughs> just. Wizard. It's true. I mean, essentially, he is a male true. storm. True. Good call. Uh, girl versus woman. How does that make you see the character differently? Being, so essentially, being what bat you girl mean? versus Batwoman, Superwoman versus Supergirl. See, and it's like I. Like, Why can't it just be Bat person? <laughs> <laughs> because then we'd have fifteen thousand Bat persons, Bat people. I don't wear hockey pants. I think officially Webster's now defined guy as, as unisex, so it could be bad guy. It could, very well. But, I mean, to get down to the question, does does Batgirl sound not as important as Batwoman? Because that's like the main one. Well, the Batgirl to me in. sounds almost demeaning to Batgirl. But as a bat. But doesn't that have to do with the age that she was when she was introduced? I'm right. Sure, but she still goes by Batgirl. Well, yeah, you don't want to go out there and change your brand. <laughs> Think of all the Batgirl teachers. Was that, that reason? Was that reason enough to make a completely separate Batwoman? Because they're not the same character. Right. Kate Kane plays Batwoman, and Barbara Gordon is our Batgirl. Right. But you don't change the name. So you don't think Wonder is Supergirl could never become Superwoman? Wasn't there two separate? And we wasn't there two separate. Supergirl was never a superwoman. The only superwoman that's been in was recently they did, DC did, Lois had Krypton powers and they named her superwoman. It was weak, it was whack, it was not not needed. Yeah, but one of your favorite shows, it's Supergirl. It is. And she is, well. She is much more than a girl. girl. She's now a woman. Not quite a woman. I mean, mean, we now have a, a, we've got a female Robin. We did. Out there. It failed. And failed, but I mean they talked about they talked. I mean they talked exclusively about that in season one, with Callista Flockhart's character, and she fought for why not Superwoman, and right. you know Supergirl, and she, sensibly says like there's no need for a woman like we get it, and I was just like, eh, do we? I mean like, she's an adult lady. <laughs> she should be referred to as a woman. Super lady. No, oh. super ladies. All right. Uh, anything else you want? On the, on the main topic of the ladies in the comics? No, I would just, I mean, honestly, I would really like to see a very power-forward, original woman comic book idea. And get like away from like the titles. I mean, they just... Her and Storm are, like, my idols for, you know, comic book women. I mean, yes, Wonder Woman led the way, but those are some strong women that did business. Yeah, and they're they're so ingrained in our culture that they're not going away. The Batgirl isn't going away. This, the Wonder Woman's not going away. But maybe going forward, we get away from the sexist titles, and they get names to like... To where we don't need gender names at all. Yeah, we get away from the gender names. I don't think X-Men had a big part in that. Like X-Men everybody. was kind of the turning point. For sure. You didn't need I mean, you don't see one girl. woman, girl, anything. Squirrel Girl. Is that... Huh? Squirrel Girl. Yeah. But that has to be. I, cause, I mean, she beat Thanos. She beat Kang. <laughs> yeah. Squirrel woman. So. All righty. Well, we'll move on then to our merchandise section. 
Ted, you got anything you got your eye on this week? Nothing too different. Uh, I picked up a couple more of the new minifig line, line 17, yeah. I think. Uh, so I'm up to seven out of the bunch. Okay. Uh, but Any I've rehashes, or have you no, been no, no, no. handling Perfect. them all? Perfect as usual. Uh, but, yeah, really nothing too much going on, just mainly concentrating on the house for the summer is where most of the, the money's going right now. So Yeah, yeah. But What about you? Uh, well, Funko did just announce their second wave of Batman the Animated Series. I saw those. Pop lines, and I will have them all. Uh, we've got Scarecrow, Clayface, uh, the Phantasm, which I was thoroughly surprised by. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and then what, what's the one that looks like half Batman, half... Cyborg, or Cyborg, Cyborg Batman. Batman. Okay. Um, there was another... Who else was in that? Clayface? Clayface. Which that one looks really cool. That should have been a six-inch. Agreed. He's already too damn tall for the box, and it's like <laughs> his eyes are at the top of it. So, uh, but yeah, that's, you know, with... Uh, as we record this, my birthday being on Wednesday, if anybody is listening wink, wink. for a pre-order. Wink, wink, wink. Mom in the audience. <laughs> Brian, where are you at merchandise-wise? Well, this week, I found this thing online that I, I had to get a little kit for our, our where we're at tonight, and I decided to get it put together over the weekend. Is that a good idea for these guys? I think we can cram a lot more games in here. If you all use these personal handheld arcade machines. This is a little Arduino-powered <laughs> tiny arcade. This thing sits, what? I'd say four Two and a half inches? you got a better reference than I do on three this one. Three easy. Wow. Three inches. Wow. My yeah, mom's in the audience. A full one-inch uh, diagonal screen. But it plays real video games. And it looks like a little arcade. How do you actually get to control that? It's got a little joystick, joystick and buttons here. and everything. That is fucking ridiculous. It's super small, but the screen looks super clean. You can get Space Invaders on it, so we're going to have to do that. But yeah. Like, it looks like the phone that was... Uh, Had to bring that in. The Juke. Do you guys remember that one? Oh, yeah. Where we were all concerned about getting it's our phones smaller, and now we're concerned with them just being TVs in our pockets. Right, right. Tiny shooter. But I did find a, bi- a blind bag draw that I had to get for you since it's your birthday week, uh, and your love of both comics and records. All right. And we got the uh, Marvel Comics vinyl album keychain. Oh, well. These look really cool and something that Ted can't feel out within the bag. <laughs> and Ted, Ted can't feel it out. <laughs> well, let's see if I can do this one. He did. On, this is Corey. See, Ted's used to holding a microphone for these things. What'd you get? What'd you get? Oh, you got Nova. Nova. Weak. Dude, he's going to get his comeuppance. Oh, dude, that is, like, so much bigger than I thought oh, it was. wow. That's so cool, though. I wonder if it if plays anything. Wendy in the audience. Is yeah, Wendy will like this. Yeah. But she's not paying attention. She's not. Black Widow. Wendy. Yeah, we're talking about Wendy. Wendy. I don't think they can hear us very well. <laughs> Wendy. Which one did you get, Brian? I got to open it still. Alrighty, give that. Let's see here. Ooh, Black Widow. Yeah. Like origin story. Ah, oh, we got doubles? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's funny. The birthday boy got the only original one. There you go. You can have, well, all right. you can have mine since it's your birthday. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. You're welcome. Appreciate it. All right. All righty. Well, uh, we, what? yeah, Ted didn't have anything new this week. No. Nope. No. 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 Just been doing yard work. That's where oh, my right. money's going. <laughs> got a lot of extra weight in the house you got to get rid of. 
Uh, so a guy walks into a bar. Uh, final question here. Guy walks into a bar. Which female hero are you going to buy a drink for and why? Is this going to me first? Yeah, let's go oldest to youngest. All right. <laughs> I'm, I, I thought about this for a while, and I think Sue Storm. Yeah? Because it would be fun to ha- hang out with somebody that, you know, can be invisible. Yeah. I go, ja- you know, fuck around with people and <laughs> go listen in on our conversations for you. And then be able to get you a drink with her mind. Yeah, so, you think, so you're going for more of the wingman approach? Yeah, she'd be a strong wingman. Yeah. Would you even know that she was there? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But would anybody else? True, true. Ted? Ted, I, who are you taking to the bar? Hands down, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Yep, all the way. Yep. Now, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, or Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman? Uh, I'll let you pick. Well, they were both on the red carpet this week, and they both still look great. For sure. Linda Carter's playing uh, the president on Supergirl. That's so. what I heard, yeah. No, hand down, Wonder Woman. It's the closest thing to to, where? to to DC store. Oh, okay. I was like, well. Do you see they had a little uh, exchange on uh, her and Chris Hemsworth had an exchange on Twitter no. as to which one would win, and he's like, Wonder Woman would beat Thor's ass any day of the week. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice of Thor. I Pretty think good. she's more of a real god. She's an actual god. He's a demigod. He's more of an alien. alien. Yeah, he's more of a demigod. Yeah, alien. Demigod. I like that. Yeah, he's an alien. What about you, buddy? I, I am taking Miss Rogue to the bar for sure. <laughs> that southern accent will make you melt anytime you hear it. So we would have a good couple conversations about some good old Creole food. Nice. All awesome. right. Well, that uh, that does it here for us at Nerdspeak. Believe it or not, Brian, we are well under an hour. We are uh, we're going to say some goodbyes here. We'd like to thank... I believe, I'm going to stand up here, every single one of our Patreon supporters are out here tonight. We've got uh, the I, Godfather, Corey. Corey's here. We've oh, got here? Wendy yeah. sitting there in the corner in the beautiful jean jacket. There he is. I believe my mother's outside smoking. There she is. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> She's <laughs> waving to us through the window. And so we'd like don't, to thank don't we have a fourth? And we just got, he is not here tonight, but my friend Kevin Weinman has decided to start supporting Nerdspeak. So we've now got four elite members uh, in our universe. And we would like to invite anyone else who would like to help support this effort. We would uh, totally appreciate any donations through there to help pay for mixing boards and to do more live events. And where is there? (laughs) You could go to patreon.com backslash nerdspeak and hit our page there. And from what I understand, it's very easy to do. Very simple process. Uh, You could even just go to patreon.com. And search Nerdspeak to find it. Uh, as well, we would like to thank Tappers. Uh, this is a really awesome experience tonight. So thanks for having us. We hope to do it a little bit more often, maybe once a month. I did bring oh, something wait. for Tappers. Oh, all right. Uh, we'd like to thank Austin and the crew for letting us host here, and uh, especially on a Monday night where they've got free pinball. And like we said before, they've got a NES hooked up, a Super NES, a Genesis, and a Nintendo 64. So you can get that Jet Force Gemini on like I did in sixth grade. <laughs> uh, as w- and they do that on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesdays. What uh, else does Tappers do? We've got a Game-a-thon coming up, which is essentially their game decathlon. Nice. So there are going to be a couple of different events all centric around one genre of video game. So you've got sports, fighting, uh, so collaborative. Go each kind of game. Go through each kind on. of set of game to move on. They're going to do that on June 22nd. 
Is that an individual or team event? Uh, they did not specify, so I'm not for sure on that. I believe it's a single event, maybe. Uh, but like we said, on June 22nd and signing up uh, for that, we'll give uh, a charitable donation to the Coburn Place, which is located here in Indianapolis. They've also nice. decided to brew a specific beer for the event. Uh, Penwich is who they or is what they collaborated on with Centerpoint Brew. It is a white stout that they actually tossed in pinball marbles into. So that's brewed Are into those marbles the beer. Or I think they're just they're balls. Steel, ball, steel balls from pinballs. I think Sorry. that's kind of redundant. Okay. The biggest balls you've ever seen. Easy. <laughs> So do make sure you come on down June 22nd for that. Like we said, all uh, all the proceeds go towards the uh, Coburn Place here in Indianapolis, which helped uh, help women in domestic dispute uh, situations. Find shelter and, find and shelter safety and, and get supplies protection. that they would need. Uh, and if people want to know what we're doing, where do they go? You could go to Facebook and search Nerdspeak, but if you wanted to go to Twitter or Instagram, where would they go, Brian? Nerdspeak underscore. That's right. I don't know why, but someone added the underscore. We had to. There was already a Nerdspeak for some reason, and Uh I didn't want to buy it off of them using our millions of dollars. So just go to Nerdspeak underscore, search Nerdspeak anywhere. You'll probably find us. Yep. As well, please do use the hashtag Nerdverses if you feel like anything we've said here is wrong. You agree? You have an idea for a future versus uh, topic? Or if you didn't enjoy tonight, or if you did enjoy tonight, we would love a review on iTunes as well. Yep. You could find us there, uh, and download the, or you know, become a subscriber to the podcast so you can hear us every week. I think that's going to do it here Another. for us, uh, Ted. Thank you very much, everybody. We had a good time. Brian. Thank you. Yelly. There you go. Woo. Good night, Nerd Nation. We'll see you next month. Suspense.